Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How's your week? How's your day? How's your heart? Tell me everything. I'm doing pretty well today, I will say, except I'm about to get my period. So, you know, I'm preparing for battle, essentially. Anyway, it is Tuesday, August 29th. I just recorded an episode with Melissa. We did a solicited advice episode. It was so good. It's so... I just love her so much. That episode will be live next week. Today, you just get me again. And... I'm not exactly sure what we're going to title this because I really want to start a series where I share with you different things that I've learned over the course of 150 plus episodes. Okay, mainly the conversations that I've had with other women. We've never had a man on the podcast. Actually, no, we did. Case Kenny. That was such a good episode, but I want to have some men on the podcast. That's not the point of this. The point of this is I want to start a series of things that I've learned that so many of us struggle with and just things that I've learned over, like I said, over the course of all of these episodes and conversations and feedback. And let me tell you, one of the biggest things that I've learned amongst us women is that so many of us, the biggest thing I will say is that so many of us are so hard on ourselves, but that's a different episode. Today's episode, we're going to talk about female friendships and how so many, so many women struggle with them and how challenging and complicated and simultaneously beautiful they can be all at the same time. Okay, but I find this is one of the most popular things that comes up not only in conversation, but in your requests when I do the solicited advice um, submissions and stuff and just the feedback that I get, the conversations that I have with you guys in my DMs and etc. This is one of the most brought up topics is that of female friendships. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm specifically going to be answering a question and kind of letting that lead me in this episode. So somebody sent me an email and if you didn't know, you can now email me with any anything, honestly, if you just want to say hello or if you have specific advice you want help with, if you want to give me more context, if you, you know, if the details are important, which like I love a detail. I love the details. I love the more details, the better. So if you want to email me for absolutely anything, if you just need help, if you just want to talk, if you want to vent, if you want me to make an episode about a certain subject, like please, my emails, emails, my DMs are always open as well as email. So I'll leave the email in the description, but it's just unwindingpodcast at gmail.com. Very creative, okay? So she said, Lisa, I love your podcast. I love you. I said, I love you. She said, I love your podcast. She said, Lisa, I love your podcast and you feel like the ultimate big sister. That is honestly my dream because I can't I can't tell you guys how badly I wanted younger siblings. Like I just feel like I would have been such a good big sister. Anyway, she said, please help me understand why I have why I have such a hard time with female friendships. I have two best friends that I adore more than anything, but we live in different cities. We see each other as much as we can and we have a solid communication dynamic. For context, I live in Jersey and go into the city all the time. 
I work from home, which is tough, but I'm always going to workout classes, going out with friends, work friends, etc. I do have a lot of friends slash acquaintances, but as a Scorpio queen, I crave intimacy and I love deep, strong friendships. I totally feel that. As a Scorpio moon, I feel identified right now, okay? She said, I had a couple good friends. I felt we're going to be something solid. Parentheses, why does this feel like I'm speaking about a man? <laughs> but the innate competitiveness I felt made me feel so uneasy. I wasn't even competing and I feel so discouraged when I feel that from somebody else. Then I felt like when I shared anything exciting, I didn't feel genuine excitement slash happiness coming from them. And I've heard you mention how this is something you notice so easily in people. My question is, what do you do when someone doesn't react the way you want them to react? I have a huge family, which is a blessing, and when I talk to my sisters and cousins about this, we always come to the conclusion that female friendships are, in one word, challenging. I just feel so defeated, honestly, and I don't want to lose hope that I can find one solid, fantastic friendship while I'm here. You just sound like someone that I would um, want to hang out with every day, so let me just start by saying that. Second of all, so I want to answer really quick the question she said. Um, she said, what do you do... What do you do when someone doesn't react the way you want them to react? You know what's crazy is, like I said, I just wrapped up recording with Melissa and deadass, we talked about this for like 15 minutes in that episode, so please go tune into that episode next week because we do talk about this, about good information, sharing information with your friends, etc. So I will say, and I will just be honest with you about what I do, if somebody doesn't receive a piece of information the way that I was hoping for, right? I will be honest. I typically am immediately turned off and will no longer share anything of the same nature, number one. Number two, I look at the track record, and I know this sounds silly, but but I will have a moment where I think to myself, okay, you know, is this always the case? Do they always respond this way when I share something special or something exciting? If the answer to that is no, then listen, we're human. You got to cut people some slack sometimes and you have to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially if they consistently show up in a positive way, right? Like people also have bad days. People also have mental health struggles. People also have hormones. People also go on their periods. Like there's a lot of things that could affect why somebody reacts or doesn't react the way that you were hoping for. So I do think two things are important here. I think you should look at, like I said, look at the, look at their track record, look at how they typically react, okay? And if they're not showing up in a way that you wanted to and it's just maybe it's a bad day, like cut them some slack, give them the benefit of the doubt and don't immediately close yourself off because that's also not fair, right? Like imagine if you were having a bad day and somebody shared something with you and you weren't able to show up the way that you wanted to show up, you would be upset if they never again, shared anything with you, right? So we have to think about things in that way as well. But for the most part, you know, if that's not the case, and if I did share something with someone and I feel like every time I do in some way, they're just not really excited, listen, I will never do it again. I really am that kind of bitch. I just won't, I just won't share anything else anymore because why would I, right? So that's my quick answer to that question. So I just want to talk about this. I want to talk about female friendships and I want to talk about the competitiveness that we might feel. I want to talk about jealousy and I just want to talk about the complexity of the nature of these friendships, okay? I think sometimes there is unfortunately this unspoken air of competition, especially between women. I don't like it at all, okay? I don't like it. I'm not, I'm a Capricorn, but I'm not a competitive person with other people. I am super competitive with myself, which I think is the best kind of competitive to be, right? Like I'm not, I didn't, I never wanted to play sports because A, I was so bad at everything. My mom put me into soccer because all my friends were in soccer and I wanted to be in soccer. And my first game, I scored a goal 
but for the wrong team. <laughs> my poor mother, she tells this story. She was like, I was in the stands and then she was like, yes, Lisa, no, 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 wrong way. <laughs> anyway, I don't like competing like that. It makes me stressed. I feel like I don't want to let everybody down. Like I just can't do it, okay? What I want to say about this is sometimes I feel like it's not our fault that we might be this way as women because I think in some way it's kind of how we've been conditioned to think right like people and society have pit women against each other for so long that I feel like we're almost subconsciously competing with one another without even realizing that we might be doing it and I feel like a lot of this behavior and mentality comes from a belief that there isn't enough to go around right like if you think about it we feel competitive sometimes because maybe we want a certain thing or we want the best thing right and if somebody else especially somebody in our life in our circle right because then it feels personal even though it's not if somebody else grabs it before we do sometimes we feel like well that just naturally it just means there's not going to be an opportunity now for me to grab it or now it's going to take me even longer to get there because she already got it and like None of these things are true. None of these things are true. We we feel like there's not enough to go around. We feel like there's only so much to go around. And it's just, it's not an abundant mindset, I'll tell you that. And you already know that we are abundant bitches over here, right? I also think, I was reading about the difference between male and female friendships, okay? And they were talking about how female friendships tend to be so much more complicated because typically they have way more depth because we are way more emotional beings just by nature, right? And this is not a bad thing, by the way. It's just kind of facts. It's just kind of what it is. This is also not true for every single person, for every single friendship, relationship, you already know. But I was reading an article about this and it mentioned how men typically will become friends with one another based on a similar interest, a shared interest. Both into football, done. He's a groomsman at my wedding. Like sometimes it's like that fucking easy. Women, on the other hand, we tend to connect with other women based on who they are, like despite their interests, right? And it made so much sense to me because think about like your closest girlfriends. You might not have the same interests as all of them, but if you love who they are and you get along with them as individuals, then that's enough to bloom a friendship. One of the last, one of my last victims, aka one of the last men that I dated, we were talking about his friends. I always ask guys about their friends because I think it's, it's so fascinating to me how differently we operate, you know? Like, I ask so many questions. I'm like, okay, so who's your best friend? How often do you speak to them? Do you speak to somebody every single day? Like, is there a group of guys that you speak to every single day? Do you guys have group chats? Like, how close are you? Do you even have a best friend? Like, how do you make new friends? Where do you make new friends? Like, to me, it's so interesting because because I found that they, for the most part, do not think of shit the way we do. Like we have friendship tiers and we know who our best friend is. And we we have certain friends that we speak to every single day. We have best friends and then we have good friends. And then we have a friend who just got downgraded from good friend to friend. And then we have friends and then we have friends that we're becoming friends with. So we're kind of like courting them. And then it's just so interesting to me, right? So female friendships by nature are a lot more complicated because they have they tend to have a lot more emotion. I just want to validate you that you're not alone in your frustration. I think the competitiveness is something that I truly, I just despise it to be honest with you and I wish it didn't exist. Same with like the unspoken jealousy that tends to happen. I think it's, they're both kind of on the same page. It's also something that I don't like. And I think the problem with this 
with this is i think you can't teach someone to not feel this way or to not have these traits like you can't you know if you feel like one of your good friends is jealous of you like it would be very i think striking if you were like hey i feel like you're jealous of me right now and here's how you cannot be jealous like i think that's you know i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i don't know that we do that maybe if we were way more confrontational things would be better i think that's also a thing with men is they're so much more direct they don't they just like don't beat around the bush they say what they want they they say how they feel they say what they want to do they don't take things so personally i don't know i just feel like there's so much more to the point again we have way more emotions and we care in a different way and it's a beautiful thing it's not a bad thing but it does bring with it more problems so i think you can't i think the hard thing is that you can't teach someone how to not feel like they're in a competition with you and how to feel like they're not competing with you i think people have to learn this on their own and i think people can learn that they truly have no business competing with anybody else aside from their own self and people can eventually learn that people that life does become so much more fun when you realize there's so much of everything to go around and when you realize that somebody else's success in any way does not mean you failed. You know, when you realize that somebody else achieving something that you wanted has nothing to do with you, no matter how close of a friend they are. It doesn't mean that you can't also achieve it. Like, it just blows my mind how people don't understand this, right? Like, when you realize that the things that are meant for you are waiting for you, and when you realize and truly truly internalize that absolutely not a single fucking soul on this earth has the ability to take away something or someone that is truly meant for you you will just become so much happier but also so much more willing and able to celebrate other people you know and when you realize how beautiful life truly feels when you are like deeply happy for other people when they achieve something or when they found something that they were looking for or when they're happy or when they look bomb as fuck in an outfit you know like the list goes on you know i think the problem is that some people learn this at different rates and some people might never learn this you know and this is just it's not your job to teach someone this and if someone anyone is showing you a side of them that you don't like and that you don't want to tolerate don't you know i have a couple episodes i think three actually with danielle bayard jackson a friendship coach she focuses on female friendships and she's incredible we've done three episodes on unwinding so i'm going to list them for you in the description of this episode because they're so good we talk about all different things in in the three episodes but i asked her once you know is a degree of jealousy at some point is that human nature it is a normal i don't know if it's normal but it it is an emotion on the human spectrum like to some degree is that just part of being a human and i forget her exact response but we ended up chatting about how there are so many emotions that we experience as humans and it's not so much about whether we may feel that emotion at some point or not because again we're human it's more about what we do with that emotion i think that's where people may get it wrong they'll act on that jealousy and maybe they do that by maybe they don't congratulate you about something or maybe they never tell you that you look pretty or maybe they don't want to share something with you maybe they don't want to 
share something that might be helpful to you. Maybe they don't want to talk about your new relationship because they're jealous. Maybe they don't want to come over to your new apartment because they're jealous about it. Or maybe they don't want, you know, like the list goes on. Listen, am I going to lie to you and tell you that I've never felt jealous in my life? No, like absolutely not. But at my big fucking age of 30, you better believe that I've learned how to navigate these emotions. You know, and and to be honest with you, I've also, I, I was also raised in a way where it was just taught to me that being jealous or feeling like I have to compete with other people or feeling upset when somebody else got something even if I wanted it. I was raised in a way to just not have that mindset, to not have those beliefs. You know, I, I was raised to feel happy for people. You know, if I ever said to my mom like, oh my god, you know, I remember being in middle school and one of my friends got the pink razor the pink motorola razor and i wanted it so bad and i told my mom i was like oh my god she got the razor like i'm just like i want it so bad and i think she could hear a tone in my voice where i was kind of i was more upset that i didn't have it versus being happy for her that she had it and my mom stopped me real fucking quick and she was like that is so exciting for her aren't you so happy that she got something she wanted did she look happy And I was like, yeah, she looked really happy. And she's like, we're so happy that she's happy. You should be happy that she's happy. And I was like, wow, shit, I hadn't thought about it that way. She was like, don't you want people to be happy for you? And I was like, okay, I see where you're going with this. Okay. So, you know, I think expecting someone to be absolutely perfect and to never experience any negative emotion as a human being is just unrealistic, right? Like nobody's perfect except me though y'all be safe i'm just kidding so my point with this is i don't want you to lower your standards when accepting and developing new friendships and relationships into your life and this may mean that you experience a degree of loneliness and that's okay okay because you also have the choice of sitting potentially in solitude some days versus hanging out with people that you aren't obsessed with i also want to say friendship tears are such a thing You know, not everybody has to be your best friend. And I think it's really nice and also helpful and important to have friends that are like your meet for coffee every couple weeks friends. Or maybe you have a brunch friend or a workout friend or, you know, a friend that loves some sort of activity that you love as well. Like, I think that's also important. Not necessary, but I do think it has a um a place in people's lives so and this will help when when you might feel lonely because you don't have those deep meaningful friendships that you were talking about right so don't lower your standards don't get defeated i also want you to think about those two beautiful friendships that you mentioned right i think you should realize like we all know it's quality over quantity and this is something that you learn with age so many of these things are things that you learn with age right but it's you know, having those two friends should all should only serve you as proof that the people you want in your life and the kinds of friends that you want in your life, they do exist. They are out there, right? But it's sort of like dating. It's like, it's a numbers game, right? Like at the end of the day, when we talk about dating, if you are trying to find your person, then that means it's only going to work out with one person, right? With one, you just need one. You just need it to work out with one. That means it's going to not work out with a bunch of fucking people so we can you know unless you're trying to have a lot of wives and husbands in which case i say go off queen okay we can apply the same thought process to friendships you don't like everyone and you can't expect everyone to like you having high standards and expecting a lot from the people in your life especially the closest people to you that's that's okay like that that's okay that you that you have that everybody's not going to be cut out for the job and that's okay keep doing your thing keep putting yourself out there And I know that you're going to find 
the beautiful friendships that you're looking for and honestly i think some something we forget is like sometimes you just need one like you just need one good friend also back to the competitiveness like sometimes i try to turn to empathy when i feel this jealousy or competitiveness coming from somebody because listen i sometimes i hate that i'm so perceptive and hyper vigilant and sensitive because i pick up on a lot of things that sometimes i wish i didn't what i try to do is i'll turn to empathy as well as reminding myself like listen this is not about me you know this really is actually not about me this is about them this is about them maybe wanting something that I have or that I got or whatever, but it's not about me. It's highlighting an inner desire they have. Maybe they don't think, you know, I think let's let's remember jealousy ultimately shows us a lot of the things that we want. Jealousy is a compass, right? Mel Robbins said this and it stuck with me. She said, jealousy can be a compass to things we actually want in life. It's so true, right? Like you're not really jealous of someone for something, I don't think, I don't know, like that you don't give a fuck about, right? Like if somebody got a spaceship, I wouldn't be jealous because I don't give a fuck about that. I mean, I would be like, damn, that's cool, you know, but like, I don't want to go in there. I'm, that's, no, I'm so claustrophobic. Absolutely not. What kind of food do they eat in space anyway? You know what I mean? Like definitely can't have Celsius up there, you know? I don't even think they can have caffeine, can they? I don't know. Anyway, so my point here is jealousy is really not about you. It's not a personal thing. It's something that is highlighting an inner desire that somebody has. You know, when you feel jealous about someone, think about it. It's because you want that too, or you think you can never have that, or you think it's unattainable for you, or you wanted that before they got it. Like whatever, the list goes on. It's highlighting a desire right? And sometimes we don't even know that that desire is there. Um, so I've said this to you before, but if I do ever have feelings of jealousy because I am actually not a robot, I'm a real fucking person, okay? If I do have these feelings, I take them as opportunities to be curious and honest with myself. And I will ask myself like, all right, why are you feeling this? What is, what is the bigger conversation here? And what is it that I want? And if it, if it is highlighting a desire that I have, what am I doing about it? Like, am I putting myself in, like, on track to attain this desire? You know, I'll have this conversation with myself because sometimes you have to put yourself in check, okay? My last reminder for you is that, you know, I thank God and I thank my parents for giving me this mindset, truly, because I feel, like, deep and true happiness when I see somebody that I love being happy when somebody in my life wins i feel like i win as well i think that's 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 the mindset we should have right when someone in your life wins you win if you care and you love someone you should be happy when they feel happy like we need more happiness in this world right like stop thinking that things become harder for you to achieve when someone in your life achieves them first like you're running in a race that no one signed up for Truly. And if you're always feeling this way, it, it just sounds miserable to me. You know, like life I feel like is going gonna, is gonna to suck if you're never happy for anybody around you or if you feel like you always have to one-up the people closest to you. Like nobody likes a person like that. Let me tell you that straight up. And it also just shows how small you think the world is, right? And it's not. There's so much of everything to go around and there's more than enough for everybody. I promise you that. But there isn't if you don't think so. Like if you if you think that by one of your friends getting into a relationship before you, it means that now you're not going to be able to get into a relationship. Like you're not going to get anywhere with that mindset. I'll tell you that, you know, because we believe the stories that we tell ourselves and mindset is fucking everything. There are so many tables that we can all sit at 
and there are so many chairs that we can pull up even when the table looks full. How many times have you been to a reservation and the the table's all set and somebody pops in, somebody last minute joined and they're like, oh, that's fine. We'll just pull up a chair. Same fucking thing applies to life. I promise you that. Switch your mindset and I promise you your life will change. Okay. I know you asked about female friendships and I think I took a sharp left turn, but you know what? We're going to keep talking about this. And like I said, we talk about it in next week's episode. I just wanted to, I just felt inspired to address this and just validate you because this is something that I see is such a common issue and something that so many women struggle with. So you're not alone. And to some degree, I don't even think it's our fault. Okay. We've been conditioned to think and feel certain ways, but The beautiful thing about life is that we have the ability to change and to change our minds and to change our mindset, okay? And I just just wanted to validate your feelings because I know that this shit can be tough. Finding beautiful, deep, reciprocal friends that feel safe is not easy whatsoever, but it makes it so special when you do find them. And I know you're going to find them, okay? So that's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you next week. Let me know what hit, okay? Come say hi, DM me. I'm a needy bitch and I want to talk to you. Love you and have a good weekend. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com